0: Multifamily completions have grown almost every single year over the last decade, but being able to capitalize on this growth as a manufacturer may not be as easy as it sounds. There are a couple basic principles we've seen work for manufacturers that Amazon is actually using to grow their sales in multifamily, and they're seeing some pretty impressive results. On this week's episode, we break down exactly what Amazon is doing and how you can literally steal the tactics that are working for them to help you grow your efforts with builders and influencers in multifamily construction. All right, let's get into the podcast.
1: Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast, helping you find better ways to grow leads, sales, and outperform your competition. And now, here are your hosts, Zach Williams and Beth Popnikolov.
0: All right, welcome to Smarter Building Materials Marketing, where we believe your online presence should be your best salesperson. I am Zach Williams, alongside my co-host, Beth Popnikolov. And today we're going to be talking about the growth of multifamily and how you can take advantage of what's happening in the industry.
1: Hey, Zach, before we get started, you and some other Venvio team members were at AIA last week. Can you tell us a bit about what your time was like, maybe what you saw on the floor and some of your like, main takeaways or conversations you were having? Basically, anything at all about AIA is what I want to hear about.
0: Well, my first reaction was I was surprised by how many people actually showed up. Like Vegas is not, if I'm an architect, it's not like the most exciting venue. <laughs> Honestly, like I thought New York would be a, a better venue because I mean, New York, obviously it's like an architecture, you know, Mecca of the world. Yeah. The Javits Center is, is pretty neat. That's where they had it last year. But, you know, the, there was a ton of people there, but there was mixed reviews from from the companies I spoke to on the show floor. Like Some people were like, man, this was incredible. And other people were like, man, this is dead. And so I don't think that has very much to do with necessarily the positioning of where these companies were on the show floor as much as it was about strategy to get people to their booth and just the state of AIA.
1: So what do you mean about the dip? It wasn't about where they were and the show floor, because I know lots of people have feelings about that, but it was more about like their positioning and their messaging. Is there like, what specific things were you seeing or companies that you talked to that were successful and what was their strategy?
0: Well, what's interesting is a lot of the companies I spoke to weren't even necessarily trying to to target architects. A lot mm-hmm. of people, a lot of people, they were actually trying to get in with with dealers or GCs, and I thought that that was interesting because architects are notorious for like not going on the show floor as right. much at AIA. That doesn't mean it's a bad show. It's just you got to know what you're getting into when you go to it. But this is the first time I went to an AIA event or an AIA show where. I don't want to say majority of the people, but there were a handful of people I spoke with that were like, yeah, I'm here to meet with dealers. And so if, Interesting. you know, understanding and knowing who you're targeting and who's going to be AA, I think it's really critical. And the other thing is that the companies that were successful also did a ton of prep work to get people to their booth throughout the entire show. So that means, you know, finding ways to set up times for your sales team to meet with people, figuring out what your messaging is that's that's going to relate to an architect Like the people that really did well were ones that tried to find ways to set their team up for success by getting people in their booth, not just expecting for, you know, just random show floor traffic. I think that that's what you got to know you're getting into when you go to AIA.
1: So quick thumbs up, thumbs down. If I'm a manufacturer, and then we're going to get into the actual podcast, but if I'm a manufacturer considering going to AIA, would you say yes or no?
0: I think if I really dialed into the architectural market and i do a ton of prep work and i know who's going to be at the show then absolutely if i'm a manufacturer i'm like hey i want to grow my sales with you know architects in the commercial space let me just go exhibit at aa my gut reaction would be like you just go walk the show floor for a year and interview 20 manufacturers before you do it just because i don't know if it's just immediate slam dunk for anybody that's trying to grow in that space. You've got to actually do your homework before you do it. And I think that that's the sentiment I heard. is like, there's a lot of companies that stopped exhibiting AA because of that. But at the same time, there's other companies that I spoke to are like, yeah, I'm, I absolutely have to come again next year. So I think it all comes down to homework and which is something we
1: preach a lot. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for the recap. I know that was a really valuable show for you and for Benvio and I look forward to hearing more about it. And with that, we should really get to talking about what we're here to talk about, which is multifamily, right?
0: Multifamily. So a week or two ago, I was reading the Wall Street Journal over the weekend and I came across this article that was written by a guy named Christopher Mims. And he's a well-known author on Wall Street Journal, but he published an article that really piqued my attention. And And he's talking about the growth of Amazon in multifamily and even in hospitality as well. And what he details is that Amazon essentially, they have a whole team of people that's focused on growing multifamily sales of their product. And I immediately started thinking, oh my gosh, like a lot of the manufacturers we talk to would love to, number one, they'd love to know about that. And secondarily, they will want to know what, what in the world is Amazon doing that I can be doing to grow in multifamily? Because you know, if you sell multifamily, you're not just selling one house or one unit, you're selling you know, dozens, if not hundreds.
1: So Amazon has Alexa Smart Properties team, and they are specifically dedicated to figuring out how can Amazon grow its footprint within new home construction with property managers and with hoteliers.
0: I mean, isn't that really interesting? Like, weren't you really surprised when you read that, Beth?
1: Yes. I mean, obviously I was surprised. There was no part of my brain that thought that, but it makes complete sense at the same time. Like, of course you are. And of course they should be.
0: That's interesting, right?
1: Yeah, that's super interesting and it makes complete sense. I mean, Amazon has invested a lot in making what they do irreplaceable and making, you know, what they offer in Prime memberships and through Alexa a really sought after feature. So the idea that they're now partnering with people like home builders or multifamily builders to bring their products into those from the very beginning just is a very smart move. It makes complete sense to me.
0: And to cut to the chase, the reason why they're doing this is because they want to own the market on smart home technology and the entire ecosystem around it. Like they're competing with Google, they're competing with Apple for that space, and they want to grow and own it, and that's why they're being so aggressive in it. But I think for the purpose of today's show, we want to really dig into the specifics around what are they doing that's making them successful, and then how can you as a manufacturer use that? Because candidly, you might be listening to this and go, of course you know, Amazon's doing well, they're Amazon, they've got this really cool technology, you know, I might sell insulation, and I I can't talk to my insulation and it talk back to me. (laughs) That's just not, (laughs) that's not the nature of what what we sell. But I think that there's some really simple tactics that we've seen work well that we want to share and also use Amazon as an example.
1: Okay, so just to recap shortly before we get into exactly what we see the takeaways are for manufacturers. To give you an idea of what Amazon is doing, they are partnering with both multifamily builders and with home builders to essentially create Alexa-fied spaces. So what that means for multifamily is that renters would not normally be able to install all of the really cool smart home features that are happening. But if something comes pre-installed with an Alexa-capable place, then you can have smart light bulbs and smart locks. And those types of features that renters consider to be huge perks. And the same goes for new home construction. Amazon has actually partnered with Lennar. They're the nation's largest home builder by revenue. And what they're doing is working with Lennar to install Amazon and Alexa speakers into their new construction homes. What this means is that Lennar can actually differentiate its homes from its competitors without investing heavily in additional, what do I want to say, products or without like
0: No, I think it's I think it's really important, Beth. Like it's okay. it's something to if I'm a manufacturer, I'm like, man, I want to get into I want to get in with Lenar or I want to get into more multifamily, looking at what Amazon's doing is a really great example because they're basically saying, hey, we know that for most builders and for most property management companies, it comes down to the value prop.
1: Yeah.
0: What is your space, your home, your apartment? What does it have that the one down the street doesn't have? It comes down to selling the actual unit or renting the unit. And Amazon knows that their technology is a selling point. The problem is that most manufacturers listening are like, well, how do I differentiate? I don't have a value prop like Amazon does. But I think that understanding the drivers of builders, like we've got a couple episodes specifically about it, we'll link to them in the show notes. Like that can help your messaging. And I, I think that that is the single most important thing is Amazon knows for builders, it's about getting people in. For apartment complexes and property managers, it is a value prop and a selling position to have Amazon in there. But it also, there's a ton of technology around understanding how people move in and out of the apartment complex yeah. that you can then use to manage your properties more effectively and that kind of thing. Like you can allow construction workers in, you can you can call and pay your rent. There's so many of the different things that they're using their technology to help the experience of living in a space. And if you're a manufacturer that sells roofing or sells siding or sells flooring or something like that, you may not have that technology, but there is something about your product that is unique and can help the value proposition, which just might have to dig in a bit, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's one of the things we wanted to touch on today, Zach, is, you know, if you're a manufacturer, you don't have to get into the technology space but you do need to understand what's the potential for your product to become integrated with some type of smart home device. This is really still an emerging market, but the projections for 2019 is that smart home device purchases will increase by 27%. And like we're on the very cusp at the beginnings of this industry as far as full adoption, but you can see clearly by Amazon's strategy here that that's where they're heading. That's what they're planning for and that's what their expectation is. And I think we can all look at Amazon's track record. to believe that what they predict is going to happen and really where their company moves, that's where the industry and where consumer expectation and behavior is going.
0: I mean, Beth, if you look at multifamily, like multifamily completions has increased every year since 2011. Actually, this is the first year that they've seen a dip since 2011. Like it's a little bit of a dip, you know, from 2018 to 2019. So you look at that and you go, man, there's been so much, you know, there's so much activity in multifamily, but the technology component, I think is the critical one because whether or not anyone listening knows this or not, every single manufacturer has the opportunity to integrate with technology and it comes down to voice search and voice technology. Like that whole arena around supplying information to people via voice is like the next big thing. Like we've talked about that in the podcast in the past, but you may be thinking like, oh, my installation or like my roofing can't integrate with technology, like false. It absolutely can because there's questions people are asking about your products. Like go to answerthepublic.com and just type in your product category and you're gonna see that this tool will show you all of the questions that people ask around product categories and your product. And if you can build answers to those questions using voice technology... Like, you're going to be able to be in a space that nobody is in and that's that's continuing to rise, you know?
1: Yeah. Actually, in the article, it talks about one in four Americans now has a smart speaker in their home. So maybe that's Alexa, maybe it's Google Home, maybe it's Apple's version of a smart speaker. But what that means is that these smart speakers are being asked a lot more questions than just play this song on YouTube. And what they're going to start asking more and more often is questions about building materials, questions about how to improve their home. If they're going through some type of renovation or doing a home project, homeowners are just trained and becoming more and more so as there's a stronger percentage of millennials in the home buyer space. They are trained to ask those questions to Siri or Alexa or Google Home, whatever the case may be, and you want Siri or Alexa to be ready to answer those questions with your products in mind. We won't go too into detail about exactly how to do that and and what's involved, but at the very least, we would consider this to be the baseline of where you need to be considering of how your product and technology need to intersect. That's awesome. So another one of the reasons that Amazon is winning in multifamily is because they make the lives of builders and property managers easier. So for Alexa and Amazon, really, it's one having an attractive feature that possibly competitors aren't currently able to offer. That's going to be huge, even just in rental listings. So again, maybe you don't have technology that's going to allow somebody to, you know, let the cable guy in when they're at work. But what you could have is a reduction in callbacks, making the lives of properties managers easier. There's also an important point to be made here about the perceived value of having something like a smart home speaker pre-installed or an Alexified or Alexa-ready home. That's simply perceived value. Smart speakers are not expensive. But homeowners already feel overwhelmed or people who are in the moving process, if you're a renter, feel overwhelmed by everything that's going on. Being able to show them something that in theory is going to make their life easier, more efficient, or make their life within that home or apartment cooler is something that they're going to perceive as having really high value, even though you probably only spent like $300 total, including installation, to get that thing in there.
0: You know, Beth, it made me think of as I was walking through AA, there's a manufacturer that built this little room that showcased how quiet a space with their product was in. It's like an insulation. and you're in the show floor and it's loud. And you can hear people talking and then you walk into this room and like you hear nothing. And you're like,
1: that's super cool.
0: You know, like that to me was like, oh, that's a really interesting way of selling it. Like they could have said like, oh, well, you know, our walls are our, our insulation helps with sound, you know, sound dampering or sound, you know, sound barrier but they literally built something to show you. Like, I think if you're thinking about how you can showcase, you know, don't tell me, show me how your product can work and help me some more or rent more, whatever it might be. Like, I think those types of things go a long way with a builder. It's not about just having a little bit of a better product. It's about having a product that can help them do the thing that they really need to do, you know? Which is selling rent, right? (laughs) Which is
1: selling rent, Yeah. yeah. Something that's interesting to note here, Zach, is one of the things that Alexa is doing is actually supporting complete autonomy with renters or buyers who need to go visit properties. They're testing this, and the article mentions that people are actually twice as likely to rent an apartment when no human is present to try and sell them on it. Which, if that's not just the most millennial thing ever, I don't even know what is, but that sounds exactly right. Like, there's something on my phone that lets me unlock this apartment and I could go in and I can check it out and I can be impressed all by myself instead of maybe the seller or property manager draws attention to the wrong features, You know, doesn't have the best personality. Like I don't want to go into why that necessarily is, but that's the direction that people are going. It also would mean, so if we're thinking about a show home type situation, looking into or thinking about as a manufacturer, what are the types of displays that I would want to have there next to where my product is in that home to make sure that I'm calling attention to the features that homeowners may not necessarily know to look for, but I know is going to add value and speak directly to what you want when it comes to living in the space. And to your point, Zach, thinking through how do I show them that? and not just tell them. So the acoustic example is great because explaining to somebody how much quieter some is than it is loud without the product is really difficult. That's like an extremely conceptual. It's 50% quieter. I have no idea what 50% quieter means. 50% quieter than what? But if there's a way that you could show somebody who's in that space that they could take in to their own time, so it would have to be able to be understood without you there, but that's what your product can do, right? Like the value is clear. So how do you make that as clear as possible, either through showing and then through the display that's there talking about your product?
0: What you're hitting on Beth is living experience.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, I was actually flying back from AIA and I was talking to a real estate developer and he said, Hey, the only thing that really matters is like people look at square footage, but when they walk into a house, they're looking at the appliances and they're looking at fixtures, primarily the faucet. And I was like, oh, it's interesting that that's the way that this guy thinks about it because he's thinking about the experience of a space. Like, what is it like living there?
1: Well, what we talk about with manufacturers is that your 90% of manufacturers are in the B2B business, but your customers are really B2C. Like at some point, your product is being used by the end consumer. And today with technology and the digital experience and with consumer expectation and consumer behavior changing... It's more important than ever to think about the end consumer. So it's more than just installation time and using our value or other terminology that only the pro trade would understand. It's about what experience are you offering or how are you adding to the living experience of the person who's going to actually live with your product day in and day out. Or if it's a commercial space, they're experiencing your product in their office or in the hospital or higher education or whatever the case may be. And and if you don't know the answer to that question, you're gonna get caught up in some tricky sales conversations. Like that has to be a conversation that's being had. Maybe it's not the main point of your messaging, but someone in the channel is having to answer for those questions. And if you're not the manufacturer in your product category that can speak to it and justify it, somebody else will get there first.
0: So to sum things up, if you're wanting to grow your sales in multifamily and with builders like Amazon, there's three things that we can learn from them. Number one, how can your product integrate with technology? At a minimum, voice search and the questions that people have that they may be asking Amazon or asking other similar devices around your product, around your product category that maybe your competition isn't doing. Secondly, how are you making the lives of builders and property managers better? How are you making it easier? Amazon is providing technology that allows these people to not only sell more but but to manage more effectively. What are the things that your product does that maybe your competition doesn't that really is a strong value prop specifically to this audience? And the third thing is how is your product impacting the living experience? What about your product makes an apartment that much better or makes a home that much more livable? These are the three things that Amazon is doing that's really, really smart. And if your collateral on your website and on your online presence doesn't have that. Number one, you need to have a page on your site or you need to have material specifically about this on your website to tailor your message to this audience. But secondarily, like you need to make sure that the messaging within your overall marketing communication and your sales team also supplies this information too. So this might feel like a no brainer statement, like to have this information, but you need to be thinking about the questions that builders and that property managers care about, which is how do I sell more and how do I rent more? And how do I manage more effectively that process? And th- that's what Amazon is doing that's really, really smart. Granted, they've got an army of people, but it's really drilling down to this small message that makes their value prop that much easier or not much better.
1: Like we said, we'll include a link to the original article. It's called Amazon's plan to move into your next apartment before you do. We'll put that link in the show notes and we'd love to hear your thoughts on what you're reading in here, what your takeaways are, and maybe what strategies you've employed to be able to better break into the multifamily market as well.
0: Awesome. Well, that's a wrap for this week's episode. If you want more great content like this, go to venvio.com slash podcast. And if you have questions, drop us a note at podcast at venvio.com. Until next time, I'm Zach Williams alongside my co-host Beth Popiklov. Thanks everybody.
1: And listening to smarter building materials marketing with Zach Williams and Beth Popnikolas. To get the resources mentioned in this podcast, visit benvio.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.